Welcome, wrestling fans, to a bout of epic proportions. It's time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. In the far corner, the older, the wiser, the funnier, Mike Clang and Bang Clang. In the other corner, the younger, the quicker, the prettier, Matt, thumping and pumping, clang! Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 63 of the Brothers of Discussion. And of course, this episode 63. We are six away from 69. More importantly, we're talking Royal Rumble preview today as the well Royal as the NXT TakeOver Phoenix preview. Mike, why don't we jump Mike. right into that NXT TakeOver preview after dun, I remind dun, everybody dun, to go dun, to BODpodcast.com. That is BODpodcast.com uh, for everything Brothers of Discussion. You can find all the old episodes archived are the 62 before the 63rd episode. And, of course, uh, you'll get our thoughts. Uh, Mike, wonderful story on whether or not Andrade uh, losing his name. Or I guess it's not whether or not it means anything. It's just a look back on the history of um, what 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 a pro wrestler, what what their future holds. Andrade, yes. seeing all this going down to Andrade. Mean? Yes, what does it mean for a WWE superstar to go from a full name to just a first or last name. Um, we look at, you know, people like uh, The Rock, Rocky Johnson, you know, going down to The Rock for obvious reasons. He needed a character reboot, needed to uh, distance himself, right? Right. And he used to come out as Rocky Johnson, um, and the crowd hated him for being that, you know, blue chip prospect you can't miss, the smiling, grinning teeth, uh, the ridiculous tassels, crowd hated him. So you give him a reboot, boom, you mean worked that? out in his benefit. Old Peter Maivea's kid, Rocky Johnson's kid, turned into Rocky Maivea, and we turned him into The Rock. And that certainly turned out pretty well for him. Um, we also look at some uh, some other examples, like yeah. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Won't give everybody uh, everything. They gotta they gotta go to the article yeah, to check yeah. it out. That's bodpodcast.com. But I do want to say that my favorite part was when Triple H, for a very short time, came to the ring... And on the TV monitor, he was just H, H, H. Which I think he tried that as a Twitter handle, and that did not work out. <laughs> no. Nobody knows what that means, H, H, H. I think that was actually, just how he started all of his promos. Like, that that's his pre-I'm going to talk. Listen, uh, I'm the game. That's more like 90s Triple H, but he's, he's still got a little bit going there. Um, Fun fact. Yeah. Um, the first serial killer uh, was named Triple and yeah, well, he kind of was. He was H. H. Holmes, and he went to school at the University of Michigan. Nice. Pretty cool. Yeah, he killed uh, like 150 people in Chicago. Very fun. Yes. Funsies. So, Matt, uh, continuing with our pro wrestling podcast. 
Yeah, uh, everything else you can find for us is going to be on social media at BOD Podcast. That's at BOD Podcast uh, for Twitter. And it will actually work for Facebook. But if you want to find it the easy way, just go straight over to Google and search Brothers of Discussion because that is who you're listening to right now. The Brothers of Discussion want to give you now their take on NXT TakeOver. Phoenix. Phoenix. Uh, let's get the uh, match out of the way that... Arizona. Uh, I care the least about. That's going to be Matt Riddle hey. and Cassie Hey, Soto. it's the King of Bros. Come on. I can bros still before... care the least about it. Hey, hey, I just came up with this. Ready? Bros before nose. Ah. Because ah. he's fighting Cassius. Oh, no. Oh, Matt. no. Mike, I mean. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know if this is turning into, like, Keith Lee's going to interfere. Um, Ooh, maybe get. I hope not. Maybe get some uh, payback on, on what happened to him a week ago on, uh, on just the NXT Live episode. I don't know if this is just Matt Riddle's putting Cassius Ono to bed. Um, you know, Cassius does deserve a little bit more than what he's what he's been handed. But he's also, you know, it just kind of feels like he's in this division or he's in NXT just to be like the setup man. Um and to ask him to do any more, like, we, I, I guess we don't know how that would turn out, but it just kind of feels like he's in his zone, you know, he's, he's just gonna build everybody up, I, I look at this as just another Matt Riddle victory. I mean, it absolutely should be, uh, I, I don't know if they're gonna turn this into a, you know, a series, like, best of seven, you know, like, a Cesaro and Sheamus, uh, and then turn them into best buddies. Yeah, and then they could be a tag team, they could be bro, no, bro, no. Bro, no. Um, Matt, I see a lot of hard hitting in this match. I see a lot of slapping. I see a lot of heavy, uh, impactful knee strikes. A lot of bare feet. And I see, I see a lot of bare feet. I think Cassius Sono is going to be inspired. I think we're going to get to see uh, his his bare Double. dogs out there for the match. Wonderful. Um, yeah, I hope he takes his boots off and we get a, a real feet feast of Matt Riddle toes and Cassius Ono toes. But Matt Riddle is going to fancy feet his way to victory. Fantastic. Tap dancing up the aisle uh, to the bro theme, not the Ono theme. But, I, I you know, overall, I, I mean, we have so many great matches to talk about, and I don't want to take anything away let's from Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono. Yeah, let's, let's move ahead before we're 20 minutes in and we're still talking. You know, another thing on Matt Riddle. I No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know uh, if you want – the way that these matches were listed out was just – kind of my own pick here but uh i'm okay going ricochet and johnny gargano even though that might be match of the weekend um we're talking ricochet defending his nxt north american championship against uh winky face johnny gargano uh (laughs) what a what a buzzkill that was in their promo in nxt to have ricochet come out he's you know he's not the best promo artist in the world but um He's, he's still got, like, this aura about him. He's got a vibe yeah. that he brings to the ring. And then yeah. to hear, what up, God, what up, man? Just totally brings <laughs> down the mood. Yeah, Ricochet, he definitely is from the, like, the, the wrestling school of AJ Styles, where he put everything into the physical aspects and <laughs> none of it into the microphone. Um... <laughs> I do want to mention, though, I'm really fired up for this match. I can't believe I'm going to get to watch it in person. Yeah. Uh, humble brag. Uh, but 
I think this was a really great way to close out the the TV segment um, for the go home show before the the special event. I don't know if we're still using pay per view, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm fired up for this match. I, I think it's got a lot of just crazy wild possibilities. Uh, whether or not they're just gonna let somebody go over cleanly, uh, while we're gonna if we're gonna get a DIY uh, reconnection. Um, a little DIY interference, because that's ultimately what saved Gargano on the Wednesday night program. So we'll see if, you know, Champa could come in and rescue his old DIY buddy from losing out on a championship opportunity. We're going to find out. Matt, hot tag question. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Waking up, Matt, with the old hot tag there. Matt, DIY. Now, do we put that... Do we put that uh, one more tease at this takeover event, or do you kind of do you save it for next Wednesday? Do you save it up, or Matt, with all the eyeballs on the program, do you give the crowd a little DIY interference? I think. Well, you mean uh, so you want more eyeballs on next on the next just episode of NXT? You're, I I feel well, I like you get you got you got a lot of eyeballs on this takeover event. Yeah, and I think you know, I think it's, the it's takeover... a bigger it's a bigger house. You're gonna get a bigger crowd reaction, bigger pop. Yeah, and that's gonna that's gonna reverberate through the TV, um, uh, you know, presentation. So do you use it then? I well, here's you know. here's the, th- the live show crowds. They're they're fun. They're very energetic, but nothing's gonna compare to that takeover crowd seeing uh, Champa and Gargano working together. I I mean, this is it. This is when you do it. You flip the switch. I think this was the last tease. Especially with uh, Candice coming out and stopping Johnny, you know, telling him this isn't you. Uh, I, I think they're they're gonna hug it out. I think this is gonna be the the beginning of, of DIY's future. And I think what they're seeing here too is, and especially watching this last episode of NXT, like everything just kind of feels like we're setting up the next step in Gargano and Champa. Like it's great that gargano is going to be in the ring with ricochet and i think it's going to be a hell of a match i already said it could be match of the weekend of the weekend but i am still like uh, we're watching this as a soap opera this is this is pro wrestling this is you know uh sports entertainment at to you know just to the nth degree this this feud this relationship i am i am more interested and everything going on in NXT and most things going on in the WWE and what's happening next with Ricochet and Gargano. And I think you gotta, you gotta hit the go button at takeover. I think you're right. I think, uh, it's easily the most interesting thing going on in programming owned by Vince McMahon is the soap opera between Gargano and Champa. And the next step is for them to put their differences behind them. And for both of them to leave Phoenix wrapped in gold. Yep. Possibly on their way to maybe some tag gold. We're moving over Ooh. to the tag gold. And, and how are they going to make that match relevant? Well, you got to give the gold to some good guys. you got to give it to a couple of faces. Those two faces right now, Mike, are the War Raiders, who will be taking on Undisputed Era, who are the current champions. Mike, you, you asked the question here in our show notes. Is it time... For the end of the reign, and that, of course, is in reference to the Undisputed Era holding on to these titles, losing them to Mustache Mountain for just a hiccup. 
Um, Mike, I think I, I pretty much spoiled it already. I, I'm going with the War Raiders <laughs> on this one because I think I think there's more there's more for the War Raiders to do with the titles than uh, than Undisputed Era to just move on to the next face team right now. Um, and th- and that could be that could be DIY getting back together. Does it make it all the way to WrestleMania Takeover? God, I hope not. But I think there's something <laughs> there. Uh, just just some fun. And and honestly, if I had to be, if I had to say what I thought was gonna happen with the tag titles, what I thought was gonna happen with DIY, it's probably not like a tag team title reign. But I think there's some more fun to be had with the War Raiders getting the titles. And more importantly, in my head, is Undisputed Era starting to make their way to the main roster. So I can just keep buying more Undisputed Era t-shirts. Um, Mike, I laid it all out there. Are you... Where, where are you leaning? Well, well you taking O'Reilly in, uh, in, and Kyle? In typical Brothers of Discussion fashion, uh, we're almost in lockstep. So Perfect. we're totally avoiding... Uh, you know the pitfalls of the usual uh, debate. Um, yeah, just turn it off, folks. <laughs> we'll just put a list Undisputed out. Undisputed Era has just talked about how much gold they're going to own, um, and the crowd loves them so much. Uh, we saw, you know, just another another example of that when Bobby Fish, who's, you know, he doesn't have gold. He's not Adam Cole, so he's he's not super high on the Undisputed Era totem pole, but he was still still getting a pretty positive reaction against Velveteen Dream, who's one of the most overstars in the, you know, in the show. Um, so I think what that means is that at some point they're going to lose everything because we want to watch them chase gold or we want to watch them chase success, probably at, you know, the next level. I don't know how much more there is for them to, to really accomplish in NXT. I, I think these guys are ready to run the table um, on the main roster. So... We can be patient with that, and we could kind of watch them crumble and get frustrated as far as losing their belts on this this weekend. Um, this is another opportunity to be, um, you know, a match that, that steals the weekend just because we know how good Roderick Strong and uh, Kyle O'Reilly are. Um, War Raiders, I'm, I'm still not sold on them, so my, my big hope for this match is that the War Raiders can really get over and, and show me something. Um, I like their kind of bizarre, uh, it was, it was kind of a, um, kind of a witch's burning at the stake kind of, kind of reminded you a little bit of like a, like a Braveheart ceremony. Um, the, the tribute they paid to Undisputed Era burning all their chairs in a, in a, in a pyre. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty cool visual, but I want to see more from them on the microphone and not have to rely on, you know, like Wyatt family gimmicks um well i like i like their their ring set is is very cool the uh the power with the finesse is always fun to watch and it's something that definitely something we we did not grow up with not something we're used to uh at that level um but i i i agree with you at least in in the sense that they haven't really let the war raiders give it a shot i I won't go as far to say as they've failed, because, I, I mean, we you talk about a guy like Ricochet, and when he's on the mic, maybe failed is a strong word, but he doesn't, definitely doesn't get you interested. He He's yeah. really out there laying out the the lame sauce, you know, very mayonnaise. I was, yeah, uh, I was very triscuit. excited when Gargano came out, because even if he's got to do some, you know, stereotypical, you know, uh, promos, yeah. 
yeah, he's still got the the energy, you know, to it. Um, that's like how I give Daniel Bryan credit every week for you know really selling the yeah you know, sometimes really silly things he's got to say. He's they're both really good at it. So yeah, I just want to have a machinery <laughs> to so, show me something, and so we're gonna get to see them in person. Uh, probably take the belts from one of our favorite tag teams because I'm, I'm pretty sure we're in lockstep there. I think you just said um, heavy machinery. Did I? Yeah. Well, now we know where well, your head's at. kind of fat. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you know, just I want have, heavy I have... machinery to come out. And, I know. And interfere. I, you know, in I'm so excited that they they won their debut match. Uh, I, I I I popped for that. Um, it was great, and the the social media response was way better than I thought it would be. And yeah. we're, we're still gonna count this as NXT conversation because of the majority of their career was NXT. But it's very and, exciting to see heavy machinery get over like that on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, Very their cool. first match, it seemed like the crowd was gobbling it up, and all they'd seen was kind of a weird, pervy um, promo from Otis. And Matt, yeah. I, I think we're, we might have to disband the, the Dirt Overdose in week two. Yeah. How exciting is that? Yeah, that's true. I think... Uh, oh, yeah, Chucky, we're coming. Maybe for, for Dirt Overdose, we'll just play the music over this. But, uh, I mean, so far, so good. We just got to make sure Michael Cole is actually watching the match before he starts calling the <laughs> Caterpillar uh, <laughs> happening. <laughs> like, literally... Try to sync those up. Yeah, like, yeah. wait till it actually happens. I don't know right. what the f- fuck was going on, or if we just realized these matches are way more scripted than we've ever <laughs> ever thought, and Michael Cole <laughs> dropped the wrong sheet of paper. Um, either way, yeah. Michael Cole, who, get who your shit together. the cue cards yeah. there? Come on. Um, <laughs> the other thing I really liked, I think it was Matthew of Bachamania who pointed it out. Um, in the commentary, they are talking about uh, Ducky, how he's uh, all night, Tucker Knight. Yeah. And Michael Cole said, oh, yeah, that's for his stamina in the ring. And Corey Graves started to say, are you sure it's not his stamina f- for s- something else? <laughs> and then they just changed the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos to Corey Graves for getting that joke out there. Yeah, that, um, I, I remember hearing that and, and, and kind of trying to, like, I missed it, but I remember hearing that awkward pause and going, what the, what did I just miss? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was exciting to see our heroes. They got a win in their first match. They look good doing it. Um, you know, thank you to the Ascension for for doing the favor. Yeah. And uh, it, it looks like they might get over. You know, we'll we'll see. You know, it's right. still the honeymoon phase, but uh, pretty. I'm, I'm I'm optimistic. Pretty sure the Fashion Police got a victory in their first tag match. So let's. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm excited for what happened, but I I don't wanna I don't wanna jump too far ahead. But uh, we're jumping too far ahead because we're skipping over the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Mike, just to recap real quick, we're talking... Fo- yeah, we'll refocus here. Yeah, We're talking uh, uh, Matt Riddle going over, Johnny... Yes. Oh, wait, did we even pick a Johnny and Ricochet winner? Oof. We just talked about S- DIY coming together, and that's all mm-hmm. we care about. Um, Mike... I just... I, I don't... S- can't believe they would take the belt away from ricochet because we saw his promo work i think he needs that gold right now i'm gonna agree with you on that which which stinks and i'm thinking johnny's gonna come help out champa um so that'll tell all right so now let's jump to the nxt championship match then since we just gave that away um it'll look like alistair's gonna win but 
there it is. Gargano's going to come out. I mean, that's the important storyline. It's, again, you know, how can we further the Champa-Gargano storyline? It's not with Gargano holding the North American Championship. And you can't, you just can't make Ricochet all of a sudden boring and meaningless. And I also don't think you can have Ricochet continue with Gargano. It's important for Gargano and Champa to move on and get closer to their final bout. Which at WrestleMania weekend could t- yep. it could take place at Takeover Chicago, so we could be waiting a little bit longer. I'll put that out there since it'll be it'll be a full two years or is it? I don't know. Almost. Let's yeah. Let's yeah. let's put it at a little over a year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I think you're right on the money. Um. I think that in some some capacity, Champa's not going over clean. Uh, Gargano's going to interfere. Um, I think it just kind of puts Aleister Black in an awkward position because we've, you know, we've already announced six wrestlers getting called up to the main roster, and you know, I don't know what else Black really has to accomplish. He's been the champion, right? And you um, can't have him move down to like the North American Championship. That's just not how that. Like, I think we see better matches with the North American Championship, but it's definitely like they've established you know what's on the pedestal like what where do you work your way up to and it's 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 the nxt championship easily yeah so this this might actually be um because we're going to get into it in a few minutes here but this might be black's debut in front of the the main roster audience yeah at royal rumble I mean, um, I, what's what's scary is uh, we're already waiting for Lars Sullivan to make his debut, EC3. Velveteen Dream felt like he just had his final match on NXT this past Wednesday. And, of course, his tweets are out there saying, I'm not doing another match until I get recognized for my value. Alistair, Ed, I, it's believable. It is 100% believable. But we also have a roster where we talk every week how there's way too many people on this roster. Yep. Yeah, we. I mean, we need one of those uh, dirt sheets, one of those Dave Meltzer weekends where you just say, bam, you know, four, five, six guys just got released. And, um, and the scary thing is, too, is the rumor out there that uh, Vince McMahon has decided he's not releasing anybody as uh, a tactic to combat AEW. Because his fear is he's going to build up that other brand just by releasing people. Yeah, uh, definitely a, a smart strategy by the, mini, the money man. Um, you know, he'd rather have these guys sitting on the bench, uh, you know, than getting publicity, getting TV matches, winning championships, you know, making WWE look foolish, um, you know, by being able to put on, you know, good matches in front of eyeballs at AEW. Um, you know, that's just the mastermind at work. That's the, that's the evil corporate machine that is WWE. That is Vince McMahon. I, I get it. Um, yeah. it's, it's just, it makes life a little tough for, you know, the future of Aleister Black. I don't, you know, uh, Velveteen Dream. Well, it's, um, it's funny to me that we have so much trouble filling out like a full Monday Night Raw. And I will say this past Raw was pretty good. I mean, yeah. even like the Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins stuff that that was money right there that was pretty good for like a mid sec like not every feud needs to work its way up to a pay-per-view match like you can have raw only feuds 
And that that's proof right there. And we're really getting off track now, but I mean, you use the full yeah, roster. Yeah, you utilize these guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there there's a reason to use these guys. You just have to be you have to be better. You have to be more creative. That's all. That's your job. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I kind of rolled my eyes at first when, you know, like, an NXT act, like um, the Forgotten Sons. Uh, you know, they're never going to be our favorite guys, but, you know, they managed to clump them together, and so now they got a faction, and yeah. now they're a formidable force because they don't really have to win matches legitimately. They always have the numbers advantage against regular tag teams. So it's not like you need rocket science or you need to push these guys to the moon, but, you know, give them, give them some sort of credibility. You know, find a way to do that for them. Um, you know, we need to do that with the main roster a little bit and not make it feel like, you know, <sighs> you know, like Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. I think that's just still for me kind of a, a pairing that makes me cringe because I, I don't quite get it. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's because of their, you know, promo work or their ring gear. Like they just don't look like a cohesive unit, but it's like you want to, you know, look at... <laughs> My God, I'm, I'm I'm suggesting to look at the Forgotten Sons as a as an example, um, but does that that message kind of get across? Like you know that that kind of seriousness. If you're gonna you know try to reboot and recycle these guys, just kind of hanging out without anything to do. What? What message? Message. You said, does that message get across? My message. Oh, okay. I'm still a little lost. I feel like you're asking me a question, and now I missed it. Uh, yeah, I'm asking you a question, Matt. Where are you? Come on. I, I'm just asking, you I'm know. I'm sleepy. We, put together, we smashed together Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, and it doesn't do anything for anybody. And I'm just saying, like, you want to look at, you know, even the Forgotten Sons as almost an example, because at least they look like a cohesive unit. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So find find work for these guys instead of, you know, not releasing them and then not putting them on TV. Find something to do with them. Well, I, I think uh, they found something to do with uh, Shayna uh, as she's putting together a, a little faction of her own on NXT, and she'll be taking on Bianca Belair for the NXT Women's Championship as we shuffle our way over to the women's division um mike i think you and i have done our fair share of running bianca down uh into the dirt in, in regards to I'll, I'll say it i know you're you're really hot on her in-ring performance i'll say it exists and it's fine um she's also not super great on the mic and they gave her one of the worst like we don't trust you segments on any sort of wwe programming the let's see her grow up so that you can believe in her because what she's done in the ring so far hasn't been enough um mike i hate that segment i hate when they show this is here's our little our little whippersnapper you know growing up and becoming a nxt wwe superstar um didn't work for bailey and she's you know (laughs) as bubbly and energetic as they come so now we're talking about bianca belair who's not very bubbly or energetic and this just i mean we talked about Shayna having the best promos this just does not look good for bianca it would be quite quite a risk uh to put the belt over bianca belair's shoulder but uh i mean i'm making it pretty plain and simple i'm taking Shayna on this one 
Yeah, I am too. Um, I think the interesting thing about this match is that it could possibly turn Baszler face, uh, if only because not just Bianca being heelish, yeah. you know, with using her hair as a weapon, uh, but that also pushing Bianca too hard when I think she's visibly not ready, you know, kind of puts you into, you know, kind of a Roman Reigns situation. Like, why is this person being allowed to win and win big matches when they don't look like they can handle, you know, the pressure, yeah. handle the the spotlight. And, and um, uh, like, your best point of that being Roman Reigns, because the biggest problem with him was that we felt there were so many people that, it like, they were clear champions. They were people that could carry the company. And when you've got Shayna, it just makes it that much more difficult to take the title off her shoulder because she keeps improving. I mean, she's they're they're all they all put in the work, but I mean, Shayna's it's visible. Like you can see her not only getting better, but she's hitting like elite status quickly, and you got to reward that. Yeah, um, yeah, she she is really really good. Um, I mean, even outside of NXT, she's one of the best female wrestlers right now. So, and arguably one of the best NXT women's champions. Yeah. Um, you know, she's, I think she's better than Bailey and, you know, Nia and, um, you know, probably better than Ember. She's right up there with Asuka. So it's kind of tough for the rest of the division to be, you know, fighting one of the best NXT champions ever, like having to compete with them, uh, you know, in ring style. Um, and now, now Shayna's learning how to do promos. Like it's, it's almost unfair how good she's getting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think she's going to get dethroned by Bianca. I, I think she's probably got another couple takeovers in her before she, you know, gets that call up. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally book her in the Royal Rumble because I, I don't know who, who could eliminate her <laughs> outside of, you know, uh, you know, the Beckys, the, the Rondas, the Charlottes, you know, somebody super duper echelon and you don't want you don't want to waste that in a royal rumble so i i don't think shane is you know getting a call up or anything tomorrow on sunday well i I have a hot tag question for you mike because we'll recap one more time here we got matt riddle we both have ricochet we both have uh the war raiders shana and tomaso yes which one of these matches are we most likely to get wrong Ooh. Ooh, that is a good one. Thank you. Um, Matt, what the hot, hot question? Mm. Mm. Hot tag. Obviously, Cassius. Oh no. Oh my God, Jesus! All right, tune out, everybody. Well, if they go AEW, if they go all in, uh, Johnny Gargano <laughs> and and uh, Champa DIY having all the gold. Um. Maybe we could get that one wrong. No, Ricochet, he needs that belt. What am I saying? Um, gosh, that's a good question. I I mean, we're so smart. I can't see us getting any of these right. wrong. Yeah, uh, we nailed it. <laughs> um, God dang. Um, I it, It's such a tough question because we're so right all the time. I'm going to say that the, the one shot may be undisputed era cheats and war raiders get a rematch because of the cheating matt yeah beautiful question same question right back at you okay i'm gonna go with i'm I'm gonna have 
I'm gonna have some fun, and I'm gonna take the belt off of Ricochet's shoulder. I think uh, Gargano's gonna need that push to become a Tommaso Champa buddy again, a DIY member, and it'll only happen after Champa helps Gargano win. So I'm kind of like I'm kind of bringing myself over to just pick Gargano to win this match now that I think about it, because that makes sense. Like he's still got this. I don't want to, you know, Candice is in his head. I don't want to help Champa. He's still my enemy. He's a bad person. But now he's just helped me win the NXT North American Championship. I can see that as a viable storyline heading into the main event that night. And and how much fun would it be, Mike, to have a storyline as if we're at a live show? You know, like the one-nighter, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, the matches are actually exist between, you know, their separate divisions, their separate... <laughs> realms yeah it'd be kind of yeah. nice to have that happen once in a while and uh, lo and behold it happens with champa and gargano um mike well, last question which match are we absolutely getting right here what 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 is the no doubter what is the uh you know if you're watching uh football on uh any given sunday and they put their like stamp like this is your no doubter we got this one right bianca belair is going down I agree. Samezies. That's, like, they're all kind of, like, you can put together, like, this is why this person could win, but there's no reason Bianca should be winning over Shayna. It just, they've yeah. done so much great work for Shayna, and it's just, she's she's not bad at her job. Easy as that. Mike? No, you can't you can't build her up for that long and then have her go down to somebody who's barely red. No. It's, it's wildly irresponsible. <laughs> All right, Man. now that it is no time for the Royal Rumble match. Let's uh, let's time this out. I'm gonna say I'm at 32 minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> you know, you want to give a lot of um, dissection, a lot of investigation, a lot of discussion to matches. We're gonna skip when we watch the Royal Rumble again in in on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, so, Matt, let's start out with uh, Buddy Murphy. <laughs> no, no, it's a big deal. It's just, it's not a big deal for this pay-per-view because it's the Royal Rumble. It's the Royal Rumble. Matt, I've watched every, almost every Royal Rumble this week. I'm almost done. Jesus. Leading into this Sunday. Yeah. Have I skipped around? Absolutely. But I have not skipped around on the Battle Royal Royal Rumble match. Mike, if you had to pick out of watching all those um, matches, right? Yes. I want you to tell me, out of every superstar, who do you think is the best superstar to win the Royal Rumble and also murder their whole family? I'm just kidding. I'm just... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I just... I... I don't know if you see it. Every time there's like a Hall of Fame shout out, like now that there's the rumors of the Undertaker going into the Hall, now it's the the the, the hashtag is started again for Chris Benoit to go in there. Oh um, no! Never forget, people. He murdered his whole family. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it's not happening. No. But uh, you know, he didn't. He didn't show any hog. You know. What? He's not, you know, like how they, they say they're keeping China distanced from the WWE because she showed her hog. Oh, 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 but, oh, oh. you know, he's not yeah. he's not flashing brain. He's, well... Oh, oh, 
boy. All right, I'll I'll step away from this. I thought it was funny, <laughs> but it is kind of funny. Um, Buddy Murphy, Akira Tozawa, Kalisto, Hideo Itami, Mike, the winner of this match, and I don't know how much time you wanted to spend on this. Um, if that sentence. Oh, go ahead. If you watch the promos for this, yeah, I. I kind of feel like they they sold me on Akira Tozawa. His his promo was, "I didn't come here to become the joke that I've become. I didn't go around the world to become this doofus on 205 Live. I'm winning this title." I yeah, did you did you get to see Aiden English talk about him this week? Yeah, and I I will yeah, was, say was, Aiden English cool. Aiden English is is a, a definite addition. He's a um, He's adding value to that that uh, that group. A- any way that you can you can get Aiden English on the mic is is uh, is a smart move in my book. So I- I'm pretty stoked he joined that team. And I'll just say this: if anybody's listening, which we know the WWE does, it got me to watch an episode of 205 Live on schedule. So yes, uh, th- I think that's all that really matters. But um, that being said. I'm still sticking with Akira Tozawa. I think Buddy Murphy's held it long enough, and I also don't think it hurts the title to play a, you know, a little game of switcheroo here. And all four of these guys are major talents. And I'll just I'll say the order we have them in. Oh, there's a lot of burping. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Akira Tozawa, uh, Kalisto, and Hideo Itami. I'd pretty much say that's the order I'd put them in for talent. So I'm okay with Tozawa winning over Kalisto and Itami. <laughs> Um, um Mike? but Matt, we we're you know, we're what, two two and a half pay per views away from WrestleMania? Yeah. Uh, Buddy Murphy's keeping that championship. He's he's been money, he's getting people to watch the show. Uh of the Man, four gentlemen. You're embarrassing he, yourself he, he right now. He cuts the best uh he cuts the best promos. He does Matt, Buddy Murphy, he's gonna be wearing a purple strap for a while. He and and, and you're right. I take it back. Let's agree on everything. Buddy Murphy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm sticking with Akira. I really liked that promo work. I liked that his promo could be, you know, as he continues to get used to the uh, the English language. Um, it was great to see, considering it was recorded in the back, that he could he could kick his way through a promo like that. You know, bounce his way through a couple mistakes work his way through the language, and still get a fantastic point across. So to that, I say fuck you to the what chant, and I say fuck you to every fan that still does that because it's oh, like yeah. a 15-year-old chant. Shut up. Yeah, that needs to come to an end. Uh, um, speaking of someone's career in the WWE that was pretty much ruined by the what chant, let's move on to Rusev and Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura! Nakamura! Um, yeah, here we are. (laughs) So, the U.S. Championship is on the line. Rusev's... Uh, this is a lot of bourbon that's gone through my, my, over my tongue. My tum-tum. Yeah, it's in my tum-tum now. Uh, Rusev (laughs) took the title away from Shinsuke. Formerly, uh, formerly Alexander Rusev. Right, a little, uh, uh, throwback to the blog article that Mike put up, uh, this past week in regards Mm -hmm. to Andrade. Dropping the Cien Almas. No longer Cien or Almas. Matt, we have a Bulgarian versus a Japanese person for a United States hmm. championship. I, you know, I didn't even realize that. I just saw it as two people. 
How upset is Donald Trump over this match? Well, I think he's canceling his network subscription, and that's either because... Let me edit my question. How upset is WWE Hall of Famer and current president of the United States, Donald Trump, with this match? Well, like I said, uh, he's announced he's canceling the network subscription, so it's either because of this match or because of the government shutdown and he's not making any money. So either way you want to go on that, uh, (laughs) Trump is not happy. Uh, and it has some sort of connection to this match happening. Joking aside, hey, uh, there's no do way... You s- do you smell that? Is it McDonald's? It is... Uh, I think it's the sweet smell of a pre-show match. Ooh! Oh, shit! You don't think a tag match is gonna fit in the pre-show? Woo-wee. We got a lot of matches we could put in that pre-show. We got two Royal Rumbles we got to do in like five, six, seven, eight title defenses. Um, I love Rusev. Matt, I own a Shinsuke Nakamura t-shirt. Oh, wow. That's quite an investment, Mike. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> I, uh, I have Shinsuke Nakamura's biography. Uh, some of it is autobiographical, I guess. I, I can't see this being on the main show. I, I mean, you make a great point. Uh, they have a lot of wrestling to get through besides that. And we've been at Royal Rumbles that included two championship matches. A, I believe it was a World Heavyweight match and a WWE Championship match and then a Royal Rumble. Yes. So, I mean, to me, that's totally believable. But now the WWE is kind of playing out these 12-hour pay-per-views. So, uh, I think it was TLC. Didn't we have to go through, like, 42 matches? <laughs> yeah, roughly 42, 43 matches. Yeah, yeah. give or take one. Um, yeah. I, that's my argument for thinking that this will make the main show. And, Mike, we're going to be there from 4 p.m. Pacific till 10 o'clock, probably, watching wrestling, which would put those poor Oof. EST people. they're gonna be out there till 1 a.m uh so that's probably not gonna happen now that i realize it's 1 a.m but um let's let's still let's still do this though um we'll say part of the bet here is whether or not this is on the pre-show i think i think you have you you make a lot of great points i think there there is a lot of other wrestling that's more important here but I, I just, for some reason, they like these longer shows. I'm going to say it goes on the main show. Maybe it ends even quicker than we think. Now, the winner right, here... Matt, we are going to make this interesting, and we're going to put a beer on the line. A beer? Oh, at the show? Yeah. Okay. So if it's in the pre-show, I have to run and grab you a beer? Well, we're already going to be in line. You're just going to pay for mine. Uh, can I put <laughs> Can I put a Royal Rumble burger on the line? Oh, yeah, Matt. Uh, you want to let the crowd know what's in a Royal Rumble burger? I would love to. Um, let me see if I can find it. Hey! I know you... A Royal oh, Rumble burger. This is from at Chase Field, which, of course, the Royal Rumble is taking place at Chase Field. It's an 18-ounce. 18 18-ounce. 18 this is to start the ingredient list. This is an 18-ounce pork bratwurst patty on a toasted onion roll. Mike, that's enough to kill someone. However, they also added cheddar cheese. They added smoked bacon. They added crispy coleslaw. Whatever the fuck that is. All right, well, that's that's got to be it, though, right? No. 
Mike, oh my fried God. onions. What else is out there? What? Barbecue aioli. Okay, that's it. Right. You put put a couple buns oh, on that. Okay. Good to go. You're done. Nay. Mike, they topped it. Not one. No. No. Not that's two. It. Okay, just two, though. Not four. What? Three. <laughs> oh, fried mac well, and cheese wedges. That's not so bad. Yeah. Mac and cheese if wedges. You, if you tell the what? story that way, it's not four. It's only three. Macaroni and cheese. It's fried not wedges. six. It's not eight. It's not 17. <laughs> it's three. <laughs> so these are deep fried pasta cheese balls that they put on a, it's a sandwich? On top, yeah. As, you know, wow. as you might find maybe an olive or a pickle on top of a sandwich, uh, they've decided to put uh, fried wedges of macaroni and cheese, which is obviously wow. a healthier choice than vegetables um absolutely mike i think not only should that be on the line i think that should be hopping onto the old twitter and facebook as one of us tries to eat this entire thing you know throughout the show know, that reminds me you still owe us um a biggie dick cake that you have to eat sure and anybody that's been following the show since uh money in the bank you all know that i say bring it on and i said during that program i will eat it if it's ever made and here we are january 23rd oh it's coming yeah i bet it is i've been growing it inch by inch every <laughs> month this is gonna so be I'm, the biggest dick cake you've ever seen there's gonna be a few inches of cake that are seven months old is what you're saying yes all right well, it's going to be an aged cake. Mike, I'm, yes. I'm taking Rusev in this one because I, I think they've definitely pivoted away from Shinsuke. Um, I love yeah, Nakamura. Remember, remember, it's only a year since Nakamura won the Royal Rumble, and now look at him. He's going to lose in the pre-show. Yeah, I heard uh, I heard some uh, rumbles of, like, rumors of Nakamura. Royal Rumble? Yeah, of him winning the Rumble match. I Like, that would be fun. What? Yeah, that would be fun. And, like, I'd be all for it, but there's no way WWE Creative has no. those juices to write a good storyline for Nakamura. They proved it. They can't. Nah. And the fans prove that they don't like Nakamura. And I know that there's a hardcore fan base that loves Nakamura, but there are too many fans out there that uh, don't want to give him a chance. And I don't know why. I don't know why we have people That's, out there that exist. No, it's no it's not the best it's not the best possible reaction either positive or negative that's not gonna happen matt uh rusev's gonna keep his title yeah let's move on the bar uh versus the miz <laughs> oh my god and, and shane omek mike hot tag what are the chances that this is finally when the miz turns on shane mcmahon and then they run into their royal rumble or their wrestlemania match uh the miz and shane I, I, I <laughs> so, so you're giving me a percentage for an answer. You're going uh, 20%, and then we all know that you don't think it's going to happen. Or you say, so like, don't go like 50%, because then that puts us at the same spot as when I first asked the question. <laughs> so, so give us something more than like 60-40. You know, when you go, to, you go to the doctor, you, know, you get a shot. <laughs> yeah. You just you just try to get it over as quick as possible. Uh, oh my God, Miz and Shane are going to be tag team champions. 
before the revival ever get belts? Ever get belts? <sighs> ever. They're I mean, never I get it. Get if belts. I if I owned a company, I I would probably insert myself a few times. But every year, yeah. God. Fucking Shane McMahon. I I don't know. The Miz and Shane. I, it, and poor Miz, he's going to be in a toilet program all the way through the new, you know, season when it reboots I, in April. You know, it it does suck for the Miz, and we'd like to see him in a championship match. I will say this to defend the WWE. Two things. The Miz is making this really fun. I don't hate these segments at all. Number two, I think the Miz is more of like a summer-fall championship winner and he's not going to come close to winning the title at wrestlemania okay like that's not going to sell the tickets but he can win it you know at like extreme rules or something like that's that's more along the miz and his you know like when should he win a title uh okay i i i just i hope that the match is shorter than the amount of time we're putting into the discussion here i i just want to see sheamus kick shane in the head a few times before he (laughs) takes a three second tan well, where do we go from here then? Because we're we're out of agreement that the bar are gonna win this, right? The Miz and Shane no. are not winning. Miz and Shane are gonna win, man. All right, I'm gonna take the bar. Mike, you take Miz and Shane. Uh, I can't believe the Royal Rumble's blown me out so far. Let's, Jesus. Let's uh, <laughs> let's bury Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks. Uh, and then we'll, we'll move on to the fun stuff. Yeah, then we'll move on to the fun stuff. All right, Ronda Rousey's gonna win. Yeah. No. 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 I chance in hell for a shot, Sasha. The only other thing that could happen here, and I'm sort of hinting at our Royal Rumble discussion, is Sasha winning and Ronda making it to the Royal Rumble. Which, oh, God. this will give them the opportunity for them to go, look, she had a, a very hard match, and she still came out to the Rumble. Keeps testing herself for you, because she wants to put on a good show for the fans, and then she can come out and have that pro... Like, that. that's my reasoning behind, it. you know, why... Would I ever think this would happen? That's why. But I think it's more likely that Ronda Rousey just wins this title. Sasha Banks and Bayley go for those tag team championships uh, starting next month. I think that that writes itself. Mike, we've got Ronda Rousey, uh, both of us, taking out Sasha Banks. Uh, I still say, uh, you know, watch out for Ronda in in the Rumble if uh, if they want to be if they want to take a chance on Sasha. I just she injures herself too often. She injures other people too often. I'm, yep, I still I'm think okay. about her uh, killing herself on, I, I don't know if it was a Hurricane Rana that Nia oh, Jax yeah. took on the ring apron. You put Sasha and Nia Jax in the ring together, I'm surprised they're both alive. Like, I would have put money on one of them dying that night. Uh, so I think right now we should just be happy that we're not, you know, having to watch a WWE funeral. A funeral. Yeah. Yep. Matt, let's move on to... Let's do Brock the... Lesnar and Finn Balor. That's what I was just going to say. Matt, Fuck we're not getting a demon. That's right. We're demon free. Matt. Thank God. Hot take! Are we going to get a monster with some big old hands interfering in this match? It's tough to say, only because the rumor out there now... Is that Finn Balor is going to fight The Undertaker at WrestleMania, which I hate. Undertaker, please, go away and retire. Just go. It's yes. fine. For all of go you home, out man. there that are... Go home. 
for all of you that are grabbing your your stress your stress balls, your stress little squeegee guys that their ears pop out. I'm grabbing both of my balls right now because <laughs> squeezing them feels better than thinking about Finn Balor and Undertaker at WrestleMania. Why, why would anybody get excited for that match, Mike? That's a hot tag I, question. Try and formulate any reason. No, no, I don't want to waste time on it. The no. problem is it's a rumor, and that's what's making it too easy for me to go Finn Balor's not winning Because I remember uh, two years ago when it was a rumor that Randy Orton was going to win the Rumble and we were like, man, that's kind of coming out of, out of left field. Yeah, and then lo and behold, <laughs> Goddamn Roman at number 30. Yep. They talk to me, they understand. That was if a Muppet was uh, <laughs> singing the song. Anyways, I mean, they're not... When we first heard about this match, the first thought that popped in everybody's head was Brock Lesnar's not losing to Finn Balor. Now, my second thought right. was the WWE is making quite a point here to A, like, like get away from Braun Strowman and then throw in a guy that they're claiming is like, oh, well, let, we're going to let the fans book our matches going forward. Those are the words they used. So are they letting the fans go as far as to book their new champion? I, that is what's, causing me to pause and like uh does finn have a chance here are they do they know that brock lesnar doesn't move the needle anymore because they figured out that braun Strowman doesn't so and it's well, not about injuries right because he's been involved in physical altercations two weeks in a row so to tell me he's hurt he's well, Okay, so wait, we're going in a in a couple different directions here. Are, are you suggesting like you want to talk about that angle where they're saying he's he's hurt, or that with Strowman they're just trying to put him in a wildly different direction? Well, I don't care about Strowman, and that's that's more my my number one point is I was already fading on him, and I've been fading on Strowman since probably well, yeah. October. You can't keep putting him in these high profile matches and loss, 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 right. loss, loss. So at some point you got to give him a win, right? So I. I just, it's, it's, Braun to me is so far out of this championship picture. I can't, like, there's nothing that they could do to make me believe in him beating Brock Lesnar. But there's, like, if Finn was going to beat Brock Lesnar, he'd be Demon Balor. Like, that's what we would get. We'd all, like, I mean, maybe they're worried about the loads and loads and loads of semen that would fill the ring when he came out. <laughs> and I could understand, like, that would cause me to change my decision. So maybe they're, maybe they're just planning ahead. Let's not put an hour break in between the Universal Championship match and the Royal Rumble. You know, we still need, let's just keep rolling. So if we can prevent all the semen hitting the ground we can move to the Royal Rumble quicker. Like, those are the logistic... Those are the types of logistic planning that they need to do before they put Demon Balor in the ring. So with that being said... Right, we don't have a splash guard yet. That's correct. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here. I'll, I'll just say, when it comes to me... Like, if I had to sit here and put money down, I'm putting that money on Brock Lesnar. Yes. Uh, I mean, we were promised uh, at a couple Monday Night Raws ago that we were getting new, we're getting new wrestlers, right. we're getting a new storyline, we're going to save WWE. We're going to be if Saturday really, Night Live again. Sorry. Make it Saturday Night Live again. That's a, 
a reference that probably nobody will get. But go ahead. We'll we'll tag Jim Brewer in the in the post. <laughs> um, if you're gonna go new, what could be newer than Finn Balor? Right. Who has had the title before, so it'd be like that new. But we would finally get to see what would happen if Finn Balor was the champion. We've seen what happens with Brock, and we need Brock to refocus. And I, I think one move gets us there, and that is the monster among men interfering because he's always giving little nods to Finn, saying, hey, I like you, buddy. I think you're real cool. I like your that you don't eat carbs. I think you're really cool. <laughs> um, This is it. This is another moment where you can say, all right, now we can finally depart. It's like hitting the reset button on the whole show. Boom. Right here. Uh, if they just do Brock versus Finn, minus the war paint, uh, I don't see how Finn could get over cleanly. And that's, you know, it's fine. It's, you know, Brock's got about 100 pounds on Finn. I, realistically, you know, it would be a tough fight to... For Finn to actually, you know, put up a, you know, a, a, a real, um, you know, expectation that he's going to win. Yeah. But if we can get Braun in there, uh, you know, it keeps Braun in the title picture. It keeps him, it also refocuses Lesnar, pivots him away from the gold and, you know, more on like a, a personal feud, which, you know, is something we've alluded to in past episodes where it should be enough of a feat to, you know, defeat Brock Lesnar rather than giving him the belt and you see the belt quarterly over the year um and then you have to do the impossible task of becoming champion and defeating a guy who gets who just insanely booked uh in his benefit so this is this is an opportunity maybe they'll take it yeah especially like as as we always talk about the royal rumble being that reset button this is a perfect time Start writing yep. that new storyline, get everything into place, and let's have a fun WrestleMania. Mike, does that fun WrestleMania start with uh, booking this WWE Championship match in the right direction? That's right. I just told you which match we're going to talk last. But before we talk that last match, we're talking Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Mike, yes. is the most fun direction to go Daniel Bryan or... Do we book a dream match for the WWE Championship two years in a row with AJ Styles? I just think Daniel Bryan's too hot as a heel. I I, I, I wouldn't take the title off of him. Um, I think his promos have been home runs. His matches have all been really good. His, uh, his look and character are really evolving. Bless me. Um, this match... <laughs> this match, I feel, is... Um, one that I, I don't know if I have a lot to add to it. It's just it's two of the best in the ring. You just kind of sit back and watch the masters at work. Yeah, and um, and I think we're both in agreement that this is um, Daniel Bryan going over. Yeah, you know what? And we, we're going to talk about the, the actual Rumble predictions in a second, and I think I'm going to redact one of my predictions because I feel looking at, these, at the card, uh, this match has the least... I think maybe the least likelihood of the losing participant entering into the Royal Rumble. I think this is just going to stand on its own, just a real blood, sweat, and tears. You know, these two guys are going to put it all out there for us. I agree. So, 
I'm picking Daniel to retain. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> WWE Championship match. I, it's going to be fantastic wrestling. Anybody that complains about the booking of the Royal Rumble, like this match card ahead of us, don't forget. Like, this is why the WWE usually doesn't give a shit what we say. Because they give us what we want, and all we do is bitch about everything else. We have Daniel yeah. Bryan and AJ Styles. This isn't CM Punk holding the title for a year and then having to fight fucking Ryback. We're watching right. Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles in the ring together. Appreciate it. Yeah, and I, I we've been really... Like, there's some really good just title matches in the Royal Rumble. Like, if you want to look at Rock and Mankind in the... Um, I quit match. You could look at the last man standing, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Um, you know, we saw that incredible triple threat uh, live. Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, and John Cena yeah, going at it. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So, I think this is going to be up there. And we're just going to be lucky to watch it. Um, the last title match before we dive into the Rumbles, Matt, is for the SmackDown Women's Championship between Becky Lynch, the challenger, and the champion, Asuka! Hashtag the no. man. Yeah. Just in case that's a uh, thing with Google now. We're going to say hashtag the man. Anyways. <laughs> I think this match has a very high likelihood of the loser entering the Royal Rumble. Uh, one, because the women's division is not quite as... Fleshed uh, out. Uh, overstuffed. Oh. Is the word I was going to use. Double stuffed. Uh, as the men. Um, but also, these are two of the best in the biz, so we want to give them some more exposure and, you know, get them over if they happen to lose. Um, my only thing is, Matt, hot tag, what is the likelihood that this match is a callback to when Daniel Bryan fought Bray Wyatt, but didn't get to enter into the Royal Rumble? Is there any, what percentage do you give it if Becky Lynch loses and then she does not enter the Royal Rumble? Will they really let us just rain hell and booze upon the female royal rumble as wwe learned its lesson well keep in mind too she's not coming in at 30 because that's uh carmella or our truth however you want to dissect that little nugget um so she's gonna have what do we have nine spots that haven't been announced which goes back to how dumb the wwe is in announcing who's gonna be in this rumble and then having to go like oh wait what uh do we want to take like, like take take away all the surprise out of it but also you couldn't announce everybody because there's gonna probably be nxt and and you know uk and then there could be a becky lynch sighting so what the fuck were they gonna do well becky's gonna be in it uh not asuka so it's just it was such a dumb idea but anyways uh where were we we're talking becky lynch going into the rumble right um i i mean if we jump into like predictions, I I think we talked the last month. Uh, I've been picking Becky Lynch to win the Rumble ever since. I don't know. I think we started picking, you know, who's who's gonna win the Rumble. Um, and I I've I've stuck to my guns. And even when this match was announced, I put together that. You know, maybe there's some interference. Maybe there's some Ronda Rousey, and Becky Lynch is going to be so goddamn pissed that Ronda Rousey interfered that she's going to enter herself in the Rumble and win it all just so she can get after Rousey. I think that is a perfect way to write that. I think you make that the last thing that happens in the show. The fans are going to go fucking nuts, and you can end 
a goddamn Royal Rumble without fake cheers that you have to dub <laughs> into your recording for later. Like, make a decision that you, you're going to make everything easier for your editing team. Just, this is such an easy answer right now. I think you get to put Ronda Rousey back in the spotlight because you, you already can, like, make the fans happy by having Becky yeah. Lynch uh, a part of, of this feud with Ronda Rousey. So you can't make the argument, oh, I can't believe Ronda Rousey's on TV. Well, she's fucking feuding with the man. So we're going to get, you know, who, who we're saying is our number one right now to go up against Ronda. And, you know, we'll talk about where that match is going to go and how horrible it's going to be when Ronda beats Becky and how that's going to doom Ronda going forward if they want her to be a face. But, um, you know, I just, it's such a great way to write the Rumble. And as great as Charlotte is, as great as all these other ladies are, I think that's the best case scenario going through the Women's Rumble. So here's the tricky part. Um with our fantasy booking here on the card do you see the women's royal rumble closing the show again so that it leaves you open all these opportunities like do you feel the best case scenario then is you know the confetti coming down on becky so you close the show with the women's royal rumble i think absolutely i think right now since you've got stone cold on your hands that's why stone cold won so many royal rumbles because they needed to get the best name in the business in the main event at WrestleMania. And since we're already talking Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, even if Charlotte's involved, if that is your WrestleMania main event, make it your final moment in the Royal Rumble too, because you're already trying to, if, if everybody isn't believing yet, you've got to get people to believe. And the only, like you start, you start that belief for anybody that's not all in, forgive the use of all in again, you start it by making the decision yourself to put it on a pedestal when you start right. saying this is what's most important to us you get everyone else to believe when you have shinsuke nakamura in your main event for the wwe championship and then you have him start hitting aj styles in the nuts multiple times and have him make jokes about it and have him like not be able to put out a real promo because you're not taking the time to write anything when you get hit in the nuts it is hard to put out you know <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, you make it a joke, it's a joke. You put it on a pedestal, you put it on a pedestal. And I keep thinking of the 40-year-old virgin when I say that. Well, I... that's the, uh, I think that's what's so important for the Rumble, is um, the ordering of the card. Like, if we hit hour two or four and the women's Rumble is going to start, I think that's going to be devastating. Because I think the crowd's going to see the writing on the wall that, you know, the man is not going to be participating. Yeah, that's true. I just, I, I, think, I think that if you really want a just a goddamn amazing reaction, it's Becky Lynch. But this is a Vince McMahon company. It's a Vince McMahon production. I don't know how high he actually is on the on the women's you know revolution, because um, it it still kind of felt for the long time we're we're still in quicksand as far as you know making. Uh, a real balance between the rosters I, it would be great i i think you and i would just you know almost be in tears of joy but you know we got to see how the cards booked right and and one thing we we can't forget either is the importance of social media in this whole thing because the wwe loves it when we complain 
because then we're using hashtag WWE because we want everybody to see our complaint. So that's the one thing that still always causes me pause and and to have to put together like why would they book something so stupid and shitty? Well, because it'll be all over social media and so will their brand. So uh, there's always that. But yeah, the just remember too, we got to get you know a Raw and a SmackDown roster over. So you got to share the wealth a little bit and this great as it would be for one night you know you might have to give the rub to one of the other uh, competitors do you want to dive into the women's royal rumble yeah so i i threw out my best case scenario already so i'll, I'll just recap real quick we are saying oscar's winning that match um but what we wanted to do was lay out our best case scenario worst case scenario our dark horse so who we're thinking could possibly win it but nobody's really talking about so it can't just be you know charlotte when we're talking Becky Lynch, because everybody's saying Charlotte. So we're talking beyond that. I had to look at your pick, too. Just make sure you didn't put Charlotte down. Uh, we're Iron Man, which Mike defined last year uh, as our person that's going to last the longest in the match. Uh, most eliminations, you've got your final four and our final prediction. So, Mike, our my best-case scenario, and I see that we both match, and you guys can check the show notes for this later, yeah, we're both on uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, if you want to have a truly memorable moment, you give it to the man. Um, you know, Daniel Bryan's right. doing awesome work. AJ Styles doing awesome work. Um, it's just it's not comparable to what Becky Lynch is doing. Um, you know, she got cracked in the face. She was you know, literally though the crimson mask, real blood pouring down her face. She didn't have. She didn't blade her forehead. That was real Becky Lynch pouring down her, you know, her, her, her poor eyeballs. I saw her eyes getting red with blood, and it's impossible to see when that happens. She was slightly concussed, and she still finished the uh, the segment. Um, I would take this and run with it, but sometimes you got to spread the wealth. So there's there's still a possibility that they they don't do the money scenario. You know, we thought they're going to do the money scenario when Daniel Bryan was hot, and yeah. instead they gave it to Batista. So, and we saw like you, you'd hope that they learn from their their you know learn a lesson from that, and and go okay, we had to like change the booking for like two straight months, so that we could get people to stop hijacking our shows, and and of course part of that was CM Punk leaving, but right. damn it all to hell, just give us. You know, I know they gave us a great Royal Rumble last year, but if the ratings are going to keep plummeting and they're going to keep making these decisions to go, oh, well, now we have programming for the next blah, blah, blah. Like, no, just fucking give us good wrestling. Give us Becky Lynch. Um, but on top and of... you know what? Yeah. It's one thing, too, like what uh, gets griped about for WWE is they do a lot of 50-50 booking. Yeah. And it's fine to get everybody over, but if you have those dominant guys, you know, that, that builds them into those larger-than-life uh, characters and fighters. You know, it, it works for Undertaker at WrestleMania. It, it works for Lesnar in a way. Um, maybe in some way we, you know, make Becky lose now two title matches in a row, but <sighs> this is 50-50 booking. But I'm saying, like, she's getting these great segments on SmackDown every week. Let's maybe give her a huge moment at Royal Rumble, something we're going to remember forever when the confetti's raining down. Maybe she's pouring blood again. Don't I, I wouldn't squander this opportunity, but I can see why it might. 
Well, let's... And then Matt, unless you had a final thought on that, no, I was going to move to the worst case yeah, scenario. Yeah, I, I say let's do it. All right, worst case scenario for me, uh, jokingly, because it's WWE in some capacity. Hopefully they don't have R-Truth eliminate somebody, some shenanigans like that. But as far as a winner, I, it just wouldn't move the needle much for me. It might be a, you know, like when Eddie Guerrero died, they let Rey Mysterio win the Royal Rumble. So I love, you know, Natalia. I love Jim Neidhart, but it, it wouldn't do anything for me. I, I wouldn't be, you know, applauding out of my mind. Um, you know, unless God, like yeah. the last elimination was you know Roman Reigns and she clotheslined him out of the ring, that would be cool. But <laughs> it, it just it wouldn't do a lot for me to see Natalia win. Yeah, I God, that would be awful. I I I might have to agree with you, but I I went with Ronda Rousey on worst case scenario. We're pretty much talking the Becky Lynch scenario, but Ronda coming out and beating the shit out of everybody so that she can get to Becky. What a tone, yeah. What a tone deaf pick that would be. Right. Like, for, for us to have to watch that and see her, like, knock out Carmella and um, Naomi and Charlotte just to just to get that main event match, I think, Jesus, that'd be awful. That would that would be a Roman Reigns booking. Like, you yeah. don't want to get oversaturated with Ronda. I think right now where they've got her, you know, about a segment a week, kind of, that's good. That's That's enough. Don't overdo it. Now, uh, let's move on to the old Dark Horse, which, again, we'll just remind everybody this is our pick uh that's that's outside of the norm this is what we're not expecting this isn't you know not the number two pick of what everybody's thinking um so we're, we're going to the number three pick i think uh is naomi uh for me getting the win i i i like this idea of let, let's say becky lynch has nothing to do with the royal rumble uh but we still know she's going to be coming after the raw women's championship so let's set up the smackdown women's championship and I think the best pick there is is Naomi. I think she's very deserving. She's been booked with Asuka, to, so they've created some chemistry uh, before, at least as a tag team. So I, I I think she deserves it. I think it would be a, a it would be a great match. I know it wouldn't be the best WrestleMania match. And I know it's not going to put butts in the seats. But if we're talking someone who deserves it, I think we're talking Naomi. I gotta go uh, Ember Moon. Um, she more than proved herself on the NXT roster. She hasn't really gotten a, a ton of opportunities in the limelight on the main roster. Yeah. Um, but Ember Moon, she's, I think she's got really good promos. I think she's got excellent uh, in-ring facial expressions to tell stories. Um, I like her finisher, that Eclipse, which is you know a top rope stunner in a way. Um I don't think there's a strong likelihood of her winning, but as far as somebody who's who's got real physical ability, she's got the um, you know body that's you know sturdy looking, but she's still got a lot of stamina. I, you know, I I like Amber Moon. Matt for my Iron Woman. Oh right. Pick. This is a a little a little different than you might be expecting, but Iron Woman is is basically somebody who's going to be there for a very long time. So they're they're not going to win. Um, they're not going to get the most eliminations. They're going to prove their metal just by, you know, having a long <laughs> run time metal. in this match. <laughs> yes. Iron metal. I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss because I, you know, they, they value her. They love what she does. I don't see her getting a lot of eliminations. Um, I don't see her going like, uh, I don't know, you know, coming in at 27 and cl helping clear the ring before the, you know, final four. 
I think she's somebody who's going to be a survivor. She's going to be exploiting friendships, like with Naya, with Mickey. Um, and she's going to be clinging to the bottom of the rope, you know, something like, you know, the Miz would do or Jericho would do. Um, so, yeah, Matt, who is your pick for Iron Woman this year? I'm going to go with Nikki Cross. I think uh, she's a perfect pick because we already know her name. And I think she's just someone that can kind of boost up this uh, division. And I, it's it's a great way to, to, to put someone up, uh, you know, just push them up one level at least. Where I think, I think there's a lot of ladies that could be slotted into the women's championship discussion. And yeah. we still don't know where Nikki's going to go. But at least this would make it easier for us to believe her in a fatal four-way number one contenders match or, you know, something like that. Or maybe she's going to be in a tag match for the Elimination Chamber. You know, whatever direction we're going in, I, th- I think this just helps make her more believable. Uh, yeah. But, you know, not too much to say there. Um, but I, I think we move on to most eliminations. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm going with Charlotte. Uh, and that's Charlotte not, you know, if she's not the Iron Woman of the Royal Rumble, I think she'd get the most eliminations. I think they still want to keep selling her uh and if i'm going and i've already said it a bunch of times so my you know where my prediction is going is no secret but if charlotte isn't winning this thing she's gonna she's gonna accomplish something here and i think it it's either uh the iron woman or most eliminations where i see her more believable in getting that than nikki cross hmm. i think uh most eliminations I think she was already pretty close last year, but Nia Jax. Yeah. Um, she still wants to be, you know, they got to keep her on the radar. She's, you know, their monster heel. Um, she's not going to go coast to coast, but she's probably going to clear the ring when she does enter, you know, maybe at like a 10 or a 15. Um, and, you know, she yeah. seriously outweighs most of the competition, um, even though a week or so ago she said she weighed in at 300 uh, ounces. <laughs> right. Uh, my final four. Now this is kind of a uh, a little bit of a departure, just you know, based on some of the prior picks I had. But those are just kind of standalone in a nut, you know, in a what's the phrasing I want to use here? Um, just like in a in a vacuum, you know, those those previous picks with uh, Becky, Natty, Ember, Alexa, Naya, and then building to this final four. This is a realistic final four, I think, um, because you want to get some heat. Um, you want to have, you know, your big stars out there. Oh, you know what? Um, I, I really like Ruby Riot as an Iron Man. Or an yeah. Iron Woman. I, okay. That's not a bad one. Um, I'm going to put Ruby Riot, Alexa Bliss, and then rounding out my final four is going to be Charlotte and Becky. And the final two should absolutely be Charlotte and Becky. Um, I think that's what's going to make the crowd roar. Um, I think it's what's, um, you know, it's your, your two best female wrestlers. Um, it'll be a hulk hogan and uh ultimate warrior meeting in the royal rumble like it it, it's just gonna be fun yeah absolutely um i i I can't see that going any other way um if it wasn't becky you know with charlotte i get i would fall out of my chair if charlotte was not in the bottom two um now who's winning out of your final four so yeah we can kind of do these hand in hand i because you got to share the wealth, and Becky's going to find a way to, you know, maybe get there some other way. We got, you know, more more pay-per-views around the corner. Um, I think this is going to be Charlotte's moment. She's got more title um, victories than anybody else. She had an excellent pay-per-view record. Um, she stopped Asuka's undefeated streak. 
Um, this is her first Royal Rumble. Um, I don't think they're going to give her the same storyline as her dad, going from three all the way to the end. Um, but I, I think just to get you, just to just make you grind your molars a little bit and make you want that Becky victory, make it, you know, feel a little bit more like a final, you know, yeah, triumph. I think Charlotte's going over. Wow. Uh, geez, that would be heartbreaking. And I tell you, if Charlotte wins and Becky's in the final four, I think Charlotte's going to get Roman Reigns heat. Roman Reigns. She'll get nuclear heat. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't think it would be in a good way. And it, it would kind of suck for Charlotte. Um, which, you know, it's not fair. The WWE doesn't really need to concede and, and just give up everything just because the fans are going to be pissy about it. Like, not even just angry, but when we boo like that, we're being pissy, you know, to, to sort of admit our own fault here because I do it too. Um, but I, I'd be scared for them to do that. Uh, but my final four... There isn't really a formula here. I was just trying not to be, you know, like I'm trying to throw in how how this should end as well as, you know, figure out who can you put in the final four that's going to, you know, help boost another character or another person. Um, I'm throwing in Kyrie Sane as kind of maybe maybe a wild card. Quite Not, not quite a dark horse because I'd never pick her to win. But uh, I like her in the final four. I like her being a late addition to the Rumble. And then uh, I think she'd last. And, and we'd kind of already get the story told that she's out, you know, she's in that realm of like main event status. And that's why yeah. she's in the bottom four with Carmella, Becky, and Charlotte. So, of course, I, I'd put it as, you know, Kyrie could get eliminated and you go down to three of Charlotte, Becky, and Carmella. And how much fun would that be? You got three girls that have uh, wonderful chemistry because uh, we've seen them in the triple threats together you've got three yep. very different characters uh but ultimately you know we'll just wrap this up here because i think we're already hitting 20 minutes on this women's royal rumble match uh yeah becky lynch to me is winning this and I, i've said it going back to december um it's just it's the right way to go i think even when we were looking at becky holding on to the title i was still saying becky was going to win the rumble so this this would be uh, two years in a row for me to get those Rumble picks right. Um, so, uh, fingers crossed. Uh, but Becky Lynch, for me, is, Matt, is taking it. Last uh, hot tag question here for the women. Um, what would be a louder reaction? Becky Lynch cheers or Charlotte boos? I th think... I think it depends on who the final... To, if we're talking Charlotte and Becky are the last two, and we're talking Charlotte knocking out Becky, I think the boos would be louder than the Charlotte cheers. And that's, I mean, they would be very close. I mean, the cheers would probably be some of the loudest cheers we've heard in a, a WWE arena, field, ring, match, whatever, live event that we've ever heard. But if they give that to us and they take it away... Like first of all, fuck them, but yeah. yeah, that that would be that would be pretty awful to do that, as as a company that's, you know, they're serving customers and pissing us off and making us feel angry and then we won't go to sleep at night, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I think everybody would just be furious. Um, 
But with yeah, let's uh, with that. Yeah, with why that don't we said, jump into? Uh, let's do this. Let's go worst case scenario. Now that we're all pissed off, uh, worst case worst scenario case for scenario. the men's Royal Rumble. One on three. One, two, three. Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. Randy fucking Orton. Yeah. Belongs nowhere near a main event. He proved that facing goddamn Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. Nobody gave a shit. That title went right into the shitter. I don't care how great he is at wrestling. And I, I, you know what? Fuck it. I'll say it. He's not that great at promos. He's not. He's not inspired anymore. He'll go out there and do RKOs all night long. And he's okay at them. But, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine watching him do a couple RKOs and, yeah. you know, getting a little Orton pop. I, they just should not win. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to dwell too much on that nope. one. It's just, let's get it over with. Uh, Matt? Best case scenario. Yes. Who is your best case scenario for the wrong? All right. Ready? One, two, three. Drew McIntyre. Seth Rollins. <laughs> what? Actually, hey. this is fun. Let's do that all the way down. Drew McIntyre right, is the best case yeah. scenario because we we might get a face victory in the Universal title match. Uh, yeah, now I realize Drew McIntyre might be not a best case scenario. But yeah. I have been on the Drew McIntyre train. Uh, I've been running a train on Drew McIntyre since May, and I can't stop now. It's it's Drew all the way. It's the only way okay. the WWE can make their programming work is if Drew McIntyre wins the Rumble. I'm just kidding. Hmm. Yep, yeah, maybe. Um, I'm going Seth Rollins. This, I think... If we are looking at, you know, since we really started paying attention to Rumbles, you know, maybe like the past six years. We've always loved them, but probably the past six years or so. Yeah. Uh, this is maybe the first one where it doesn't feel like there's a almost like a 100% guarantee of who's winning. You know what I mean? Or at least yeah. you have a like a real certainty. So I just feel like Seth Rollins is a safe pick. He's, you know, dropped all the... Um, mid-card titles uh he he you know he's still kind of feuding with dean ambrose but that seems to kind of be resolved um he's lightly feuding with drew mcintyre so he's kind of in that middle ground he needs some direction um and then obviously whoever wins the finn balor or brock match would have a hell of a bout with seth rollins at wrestlemania well i mean we also can't we forget either... that brock's gonna need his rematch too so if he does lose yep. the title That'll be the next yeah. step, and that's that's kind of where my head is forgetting, you know what. So I mean, Seth is he's he's a large enough person that he could you know make a somewhat credible fight with Brock, and then we also never got to complete the storyline with Finn versus Seth um, when Finn first won the first ever match for the Universal Title at SummerSlam. Um, so that's probably best case scenario because it leaves you open to a lot of. Uh, storyline opportunities especially if this royal rumble doesn't close the card because we we think that the women's one is so you know this will kind of uh leading up to it maybe with you know the title match still in hand um you know you could you could see an interesting story either way uh matt your dark horse pick for the men's royal rumble 2019 velveteen dream d hit it r e a m Woo! Mike, Velveteen, goddamn dream. Nobody's going to put him on their Dark Horse list. Nobody. I'm the only one. 
we love the dream on this show. I don't think there's anything else to say, but it looks like Velveteen's coming up, and goddamn, would that be fun. I'm going to say, uh, just looking at Vegas has gambling odds for the Royal Rumble, and cracking the top five is the phenomenal AJ Styles. Woo! Um, I don't think you and I really believe that he's going to join the match after fighting Daniel Bryan, but um, as far as getting the biggest cheers, (laughs) the biggest boos, um, and giving it to a, a credible wrestler... If AJ Styles is going to go down and you want to get this crowd, you know, going nuts, AJ had a hell of a debut in his first Royal Rumble. Um, It would just, it wouldn't be a bad idea to see him enter, you know, maybe 28, 29, or the magic number, 27. (laughs) Matt, with my Iron Man pick, uh, I kind of cheated. I kind of picked two because I just didn't know what to do with these two guys. Um, Ambrose has to get back on the map. He's been floundering. Um, not really winning feuds, not really winning matches. He's kind of walked around like Bane. You know, he needs some purpose. He needs direction. A little bit like Seth Rollins. Um, so I could see either Dean Ambrose, because he won't get a ton of eliminations, or debuting Eric Carter III, EC3. Wow. Mike, you are nuts. There's no way a guy coming straight from NXT is going to put on a performance like that. Thanks, Matt. I just picked Velveteen to win the whole thing. So it's... I know. You're a, lovely, you're a lovely little peach. Matt, who do you have as the Iron Man? Who's going to be a big, strong Iron Man? Um, I picked Mr. Joe. Crazy-Eyed oh, Joe. Oh, my Lord. Matt, Crazy-Eyed Joe? What's he doing at the Iron Man? Why is he going to be the Iron Man? Because um, he deserves it. Well, that's argument enough for me. I think Matt. I think it would do wonders oh. for for Joe to to sit in that match for for fifty minutes because, you know, he needs the cardio. I I think this will be this will send a oh, message. Geez. I don't I don't think okay. it's actually a part of the plan, uh, for Samoa Joe. I just think Vince is like I can't make you my champion. Um, I'm just kidding. I I love you, Samoa Joe. Uh, I'm I'm a big old fatty, so, you're not fat. You're 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 super, skinny. Uh, skinny, yeah. Uh, yeah. most eliminations, Mike. Uh, you shit all over Samoa Joe getting the Iron Man. Who's your most eliminations? Uh, I don't think he's gonna be in the match for a very long time. I think this is Joe's time to shine. I think he's gonna be able to eliminate the Mustafas of the world. Um, you know, the Rey Mysterios of the world. Um, I don't know if he's gonna be, you know, hitting any records like Roman Reigns and Kane. God. What did this company do to Kane that he used to be the name for most eliminations? Eh. I hate myself for saying that. But I think Joe's going to have a pretty good showing. Um, In the past month or so, he's been booked pretty positively. Um, And as far as, you know, the different roles in a Royal Rumble go, I think this is the one, you know, they want to book Joe strongly. This is the one he fits in most comfortably, I'd say, is most eliminations. Well, I'm Matt, going either they're going all in on uh, on Drew McIntyre here, or we have a great debut for Lars Sullivan. Uh, so I'm I'm cheating here and picking two guys because I kind of had the afterthought of like, all oh, right, Lars Sullivan's probably going to debut. Um, now the rumor bill is that Vince is mad at Lars. Um, fine, whatever. I guess I guess that could be true, but I also you know what? No, fuck that. That's there's no. 
There's never a source. It's just, oh, he hasn't been on TV, so Vince is probably mad at him. Jesus yeah. Christ, he's a goddamn businessman. If he gets as angry as all these fucking journalists say, this business would have died years ago. Shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, Drew McIntyre, Lars Sullivan. And let's go to the final four. Mike, yeah. we've got uh, some matches here. Uh, Square is going to get the circle. Um, McIntyre, Rollins, I'm going Andrade, and Ooh. Mustafa Ali. Oh, Prince is he? Mm. Mustafa Ali. Ali Ababa. Oh, so you know that's uh, that's racist. It. Oh, who's your final yes. four, Mike? Jesus. Um. Fucking. Well, mega I, head over I, here. I think uh, <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Oh Jesus is... Christ, Michael! I just looked at your list. <laughs> I think we're gonna get some shenanigans. I think uh, what. <laughs> What we've seen in recent history is they like putting tag teams together towards the end and letting them square off against each other. Um, it might be a little tough here because they're not really buddies, um, but I think at some capacity we're going to get Ambrose Rollins and recently returned Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Now, um, it would be a massive surprise to see those four guys, but... You know, maybe trading Sami Zayn in for Drew McIntyre to get him in there. But um, you got your you got your big names, and you got some pretty easy rooting interests here, which uh, the Royal Rumble likes to do with their bottom four. Um, and coming out of that group, yeah, I'm going to sub out Sami Zayn for McIntyre. But the important thing is you'd have four incredible winners in Ambrose, Rollins, Owens, and then McIntyre. Um, but ultimately, it's Rollins' time. Uh, he's directionless. He, he needs something. We need a new, you know, person to fight for the belt. Either because Balor will get squashed or because we're going to redirect Brock's focus. Matt, it's Rollins' year, 2019. Matt, prediction. Do I need to say Give it? Give it to us. It is... Say it again. Drew freaking Roll McIntyre. Ooh, <laughs> you almost said it. Uh, it's Drew McIntyre. That's the easy pick. Come on. We're going to get Becky Lynch and Drew McIntyre winning. And we're going to have Finn Balor right. winning the title. It's going to be the UK's taking over. Now, Matt, yeah. hot tag. Shoot. Because we're just about wrapped up here. What result would either get the loudest cheer or... The biggest boo. What is going to be the loudest reaction for the men's Royal Rumble? What could it be? Um, and that's why I think this is. I think I think this question right now, before you answer, it proves that the women's Royal Rumble should go last. Yeah, the the heat for Charlotte or the cheer for Becky is going to far exceed, you know the, you know uh, pleased you know, applause yeah. uh, for Rollins or the, you know, kind of tepid uh, displeasure for McIntyre. Well, but what, do you, what are your thoughts? I'll say it, it'll either be something like Velveteen Dream coming out or it'll be sort of an appreciation like Ty Dillinger or Zack Ryder coming out. But probably the most exciting would be Kevin Owens when he makes his triumphant return. All right. And for yourself, yeah, and, uh, I, this is this is a really tough one. Um, 
God, you, you, I don't know. To, you'd really have to find like a, a legend we're not thinking of to just, you know, show up. Um, cause I, I don't think Rollins or McIntyre winning is, it's not giving you a stone cold reaction. It's not giving you a, the rock reaction. It's just kind of like, well, you know, it's kind of their time. They're the right age. You know, we don't really have somebody filling that role right now. Yeah, go, go in there, go get it. And I think that, that, that feeling is what makes me think Owens is coming back early or that AJ Styles is going to find his way in the Rumble because those would be extremely positive, loud reactions yeah. or eliminating those two guys. Yeah, that's actually a good one too. Um, Mike, I have a hot tag question for you. Boom. Which of our social media followings do you think we get more angry at? What do you mean? Who do we get more frustrated oh, need... with? Facebook or Twitter? Twitter? Uh, Facebook. Okay. So your pick was Seth Rollins to win the Rumble, and I picked Drew McIntyre. On Facebook, Mike, I threw up a poll. We have 54% are picking Seth Rollins, 46% going Drew McIntyre. On Twitter, we have 41% going with Drew McIntyre, 32% Seth Rollins, 9% Andrade, and 18% other. So Twitter's picking Drew McIntyre. Facebook going with Seth Rollins. Just wanted to throw some shade. I see what you're doing Throwing there. Some shade. I see what you're doing there. Throwing some shade. I know what shade. you're saying. That's enough out of you, mister. <laughs> well, we'll see who's right. If uh, Facebook is right, we'll give everybody a pat on the back. And if Twitter's right... We'll give you a twist on the nipple. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, this is a big week of wrestling. This is our favorite pay-per-view coming up. We're back in the game. Jesus. Uh, we did not attend last year. We just talked about the two Rumble matches for 36 goddamn minutes. I know. And then we're going to still cover it next week. God I can't wait. Makes me uh, so angry. And we're going to talk about the big heavy machinery push. Oh, my God. Just so much to talk about. Uh, Matt, always a pleasure. I can't wait to attend Aww. the Royal Rumble this year. And I'm going to go pleasure myself thinking about it. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. That's BODpodcast.com for the other 62 episodes. And, of course, follow us at BODpodcast because your brothers of discussion will be over in Arizona this weekend partying for NXT TakeOver Phoenix and at Chase Field Sunday night. I can't stop burping. The WWE. Royal Rumble. Come find the Brothers of Discussion because we will be taking photos often. Because we will be finding you. We would love to say hi to the fans. And hey, maybe we're we'll... We're going to have our t-shirts on. We'll, we're think about, very we'll think about buying maybe a water for you. Maybe. Ooh. We'll put it on we our deck. We will crush the ice for you with our teeth. Yep, we'll spit it back into the cup. So... <laughs> DM the Brothers of Discussion because we would love to say hi and we will be available. Brothers of Discussion yes. at BOD Podcast and BODpodcast.com. Thank you very much, everybody, and enjoy this wonderful weekend of pro so I heard Randy Orton is going to enter this rumble and win it as a real wiper. All right. Thank you so much. We'll see you at the Royal Rumble. Brothers, I love you as both. Mwah. Vince Russo, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great night. <laughs>